0: Strength. Courage. Power. Resilience. On today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast, we're going to dive deep into the meaning of being an empowered woman. We'll revisit some of the most pivotal moments in history for women. We'll define what empowerment looks like, and we'll learn how to embrace our individual empowerment every day through the great days and the tough days. Are you ready to evolve your empowerment? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle
1: Podcast, where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned. tuned for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing You're not alone. alone. Here's your host,
0: Leah Vaughn. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Leah Vaughn. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast. This is my very first episode, y'all. I'm so excited. If you got a chance to listen to my intro, thank you so much for taking a few moments to listen to that and getting to know kind of more about why I created the Unspoken Cycle and a little bit about who I am. Thank you again, just for taking the time to give me a chance. There is a plethora of podcasts out there for you to choose from. So I am honored that you have chosen me and I hope that you continue to choose me. Let me tell you, this is going to be great. I, for so long, have connected with so many incredible women in my life who love to just bond with other women on really important things that we can relate to. And so I'm just excited to be able to bring this platform to you.
1: You're listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within.
0: So hello, it is Monday right now. And it may not be Monday when you're listening to this. I'm not going to launch this on a Monday. However, for me, it is Monday when I am recording this. And you know what? It was Mother's Day weekend this past weekend. It was really low key. I had a great time. My kids are kind of scattered everywhere. Uh, Throughout the United States, I've got a teenager at home, one in college, and one uh, experiencing young adulthood. So It was a great weekend just to relax and kind of do some things I wanted to do. Um, We went out to brunch. We went to the beach, saw the ocean, dipped our toes in. The water was so warm. I love the Atlantic Ocean. I grew up on the West Coast, and the Pacific Ocean is freezing cold all the time. It doesn't matter where you're at on the coast. It is always super cold. But over here, because the weather is a little more of a tropical environment, Man, that ocean water is like inviting. We didn't jump in all the way, but it was tempting. So anyways, let's get started. Today's episode is called The Unspoken Struggle. What does an empowered woman look like? This episode I felt was really important to kick off um, my podcast with because, you know, one thing it's important for us to always know, realize, and understand as women is that we're incredibly empowered individuals. We have so many responsibilities in our lives and we endure so many things and always have. And it has created a pathway for us to really live out our lives together as a community of women everywhere, all around the world, where we're survivors, we're strong, we we embody courage, Although I'd love to say we're fearless, obviously we're not. But we just kind of have that natural instinct to dig into things and to dive in and embrace them. And I love that about women. I love that about being a female when my natural instinct kicks in, whether it's my intuition or my maternal instinct, no questions asked, I act on it. You know, and I just feel like I've always been able to relate to women everywhere. When it comes to that, it's something we, again, we embody it and we embody it well. And so for me, being an empowered woman really defines much of who I am. It speaks for a lot of the things I've been through, for the things I'll continue to go through in my life. And it really just allows me to embrace who I am unapologetically, unashamedly. And yeah, we're badass, ladies. Uh, is what I'm really trying to say. <laughs> so before I really begin talking about empowerment, I don't want to beat it to death, but I do want to remind you listeners and myself as well of some of the things that we as women have had to overcome. I had a long history lesson planned, but you know what? This is not history class. So I picked out a few of the most pivotal moments in history for women that have really defined what we have been able to do and accomplish. Again, there's so many things that have happened before, after, and in between the things I'm going to mention. So please don't shoot the messenger if there's something that has meant a lot to you that I didn't mention. You're also welcome to shoot me a message. I'd be happy to include anything in future podcast um, episodes. But for now, these things to me have been incredibly crucial in the evolution of the empowerment of women in society and in history. So I'm gonna start in the beginning where I feel it really kicked off. In 1848 in Seneca Falls, there was a declaration of sentiments that was meant to end discrimination towards women in New York. And that same year, New York also passed the Married Women's Property Act, which allowed women to be economically independent from their husbands. If you look today at the economic wealth of women in power, man, are we on top. And that would have never been able to happen if the Seneca Falls Declaration of Sentiments did not exist. At that time, women were not able to be financially independent from their husbands. They were not able to um, own their own financial wealth. They couldn't uh, inherit financial wealth from their families. They couldn't even file a lawsuit in a civil court that really opened the way for a lot of freedoms for women to, to begin in 1918, Margaret Sanger, uh, we know who she is. She successfully paved the way for birth control. It started with the intent for married, her married patients to be able to use birth control, but it evolved to so much more. And eventually in 1936, birth control was approved for medicinal purposes And I can appreciate that. When I was 14 years old, I had chronic ovarian cysts. They were very painful. My periods were extremely heavy. The cramping was intense. Finally, I went to the doctor and was diagnosed with the cysts, but they would not dissolve on their own. And they were so large that they were beginning to damage my ovaries. And my doctor prescribed me birth control for medicinal purposes, not to prevent pregnancy. And that made all the difference. i used birth control for a lot of years in my life just to keep the cysts away had that not happened i could have very easily lost both of my ovaries and not been able to get pregnant or have my own children and that's something that i appreciate that evolution of the use of birth control for in 1920 the suffragette movement allowed women the right to vote that's incredibly important in 1973, Roe versus Wade came about. Of course, we know that that was the Supreme Court's declaration that the Constitution protected women's rights to terminate pregnancy. uh, And that made abortion legal. That is what kicked off our ability to choose what was right for ourselves and our bodies. In 1978, the Pregnancy Discrimination Act banned discrimination against women on the basis of pregnancy, childbirth and other related medical issues. I'm sure that made a huge difference in the job place, especially where we've been heavily discriminated against um, and really had to fight for equality. In 1994, the Violence Against Women Act funded services for victims of rape and domestic violence. It allowed women to seek civil rights remedies for gender-related crimes and provided training to increase police and court official sensitivity to the topic of uh violence against women. It also established a national 24-hour hotline for battered women. So in 1994, I was a victim of rape. The perpetrator was somebody who I knew and In that time in my life and in society, that was something that was not talked about. It was hard for me to accept what happened to me. It was hard for me to even fully understand. I was a 14-year-old girl. I was a freshman in high school. Actually, it was right after uh, my freshman year in high school ended. It was definitely challenging to endure as far as my mental health as well and i just really wish i would have known that there were resources out there for me because in the way that i advocated for myself if you can even call it that i didn't really fight to pursue any sort of justice i was afraid i felt ashamed i felt embarrassed i felt like the adults in my life who knew what happened didn't take me seriously. And I just find it ironic that that very same year, the violence against women act came about. And I definitely um, wish I could go back and have embraced that knowledge and really fought more to seek justice, not just for myself, but for other young ladies who I know also experienced same and similar circumstances in 2006, Tarana Burke, Introduced the Me Too movement for women, which opened the door to survivors of sexual violence to create a safe space where they could speak out. And let me tell you, that happened. There was a lot of speaking out, there was so much justice that was brought to fruition because of the Me Too movement. We saw the criminalization of Jeffrey Epstein, that exploded. Even individuals like Harvey Weinstein, I mean, women in powerful positions, women in the public eye, actresses, artists, they all came forward and said, you know, this happened to me too. And I don't want to be silent anymore. And I really commend all the survivors who used their voice to create a way for us to fight for our safety and for our rights. That was awesome. And then I'm going to jump forward to 2022. This was a pretty big setback for women, but this is when the Supreme Court ruled that the Constitution does not confer any right to abortion. They overruled Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood. I am a woman who has experienced health problems. I've been pregnant. I've had children. I know women who have gone through fertility treatments and needed medical abortions. You know, and I just think that we have to be careful to judge and to classify abortion as one type of thing. It's not, it does save lives. There are so many other reasons why it's been an option for women. And I think we just need to tread lightly in the ways that we judge others' experiences. I am definitely somebody who believes in, you don't understand until you walk in someone's shoes. And really, we don't walk in anybody's shoes, but our own. So we'll never understand what someone else is going through. We can relate if we've been through similar circumstances or had to make similar choices, but we'll never fully understand. So I do see that as a setback. And for all of the listeners who hear this episode today, I hope that you continue to listen and just hear with a compassionate ear that women experience all sorts of struggles and trials and tribulations in their lives, and we really just have to be there to love each other and and uplift each other and um, know that we can get through to the other side of it.
1: Stay Stay tuned. tuned for more empowering conversations on the Unspoken Cycle podcast.
0: I really just wanted to remind everybody that from the beginning of time, women have had to fight. It's been a struggle for us to embrace our voices. We've obviously had to fight to obtain rights um, individually, in society, even in our relationships. You know, so that's created a way for us to really embrace empowerment from the beginning. And a lot of the times when we're battling whatever it is we're battling the most, that's when we are the most empowered. That's when we are the strongest. So I thought it was interesting just to kind of go back and and get a little refresher of the hard times for women collectively. What does it mean to be empowered? The definition of empowerment according to Webster is to give power or authority or to authorize power and authority to an individual. So, empowerment obviously literally means to have the power. There's a quote by Madeline Albright that I think is incredible and she says, "It took me quite a long time to develop a voice, and now that I have it, I am not going to be silent." And I think for us as women, it did take quite a long time for us to develop a voice. And now that we haven't, there is no silence. I mean, we are confident and courageous in so many ways that we never used to be and that we never were allowed to be. And I hate to even use the word allowed, but really we were silenced a lot, ladies, far beyond my generation and my mother's generation and my grandmother's generation. There was definitely control over women. And we had to find our voices and we had to not be afraid to be silent. I think the suffragette movement really paved the way for a strong voice of empowerment. I mean, we made things happen. And I feel like that was kind of a turning moment for our voices and the ways that we were not afraid to use them. A lot of the times when we think of being empowered and being strong, we think I made it through this or I survived that and now I'm empowered and now I'm strong and now I'm courageous and brave. I feel that those most difficult moments while we're walking through the fire while we're trying to tread through the quicksand that's continuing to pull us down, those are the times that we are the most empowered in our lives. Those are the times that we are the most courageous. We are the strongest in those moments. I have a little saying that goes like this. The times when we are the strongest are the times when we feel the weakest. When we feel that our strength is abandoning us is when our strength is showing up the most. Those tough times, ladies, grow us, mold us, and allow us to evolve. And a lot of times, hindsight is twenty twenty. We look back and we see the lessons learned. But while we're learning those lessons that we don't yet understand, we are strengthening to the core. We are growing to the depths of our soul. And that's what empowerment looks like to me. What does empowerment look like to you, for you specifically, for the women in your life? What have you learned about being an empowered woman from your mother or your grandmother or somebody who was an important influence in your life? G.D. Anderson has a quote that says, feminism isn't about making women stronger. Women are already strong. It's about changing the way the world perceives that strength. We're already strong. We've always been strong. You, listener, have always been a strong, empowered woman. Whether you have felt it, whether you have embraced it or not, you've always been that. But what we need to do is change the way the world perceives our strength. We are not weak, ladies. We are not timid. People cannot just shit on us because we are too strong and we are too empowered for that. We are courageous. We're brave. We're resilient. We do make it through the fire to the other end. The other end is when our resilience shines. And yeah, we often think we become empowered after the adversity. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh -uh, uh -uh, no, no, no. We become empowered through that adversity. That adversity changes us immensely.
1: Join our private community of women at TheUnspokenCycle.com.
0: Embrace your female within. So how can we wear empowerment? And what does that even mean? What does it mean to wear your empowerment? To me, wearing my empowerment means on the days that I wake up and I do not want to lift my head off that pillow, but I still get up. On the days that are hard, maybe there was a conflict in my day. Maybe work was especially stressful. Maybe I had some tension in a friendship or my relationship and I'm feeling bummed about it. And I just wanna crawl into a ball and take a nap, you know, ignore the world and try to figure out how to get through my feelings. I'm not feeling strong in that moment. To me, that is when I wear my empowerment. It means that no matter what I'm going through, I still move, I still go, I still breathe. I still put one foot forward that's my empowerment. That's wearing my empowerment. That's embracing my empowerment. That's what my empowerment looks like. What does your empowerment look like? To me, empowerment looks like setting healthy boundaries with the people in our lives, setting healthy boundaries in our careers, setting healthy boundaries with ourselves. Sometimes we have to set boundaries with people we love the most, and that's really hard. But you know what? Those boundaries are for us. They're to protect us. And if the other person gets offended, then it's time to reevaluate that relationship. Wearing our empowerment means using our voices and not being afraid. Like I said, there are going to be times in our lives when we are in fear. Fear is normal. But there are going to be times in our lives when we are fearless. Using our voices is fearless, not being afraid to speak up for ourselves, not being afraid to say, you know what, I don't like that. That's not for me. I'm going to walk away from that. Or I think I'm going to go in a different direction. That's power. That is empowerment. Being an example, being an example as the head of our households, as mothers, as friends, as daughters, Leading by example is wearing our empowerment. My wife and I, we run a tight ship at home for a good reason. Society today for younger generations is scary. And we want to do the best that we can do to provide a strong example of what an empowered woman looks like to them. I want my daughters to walk out the door every day and know that they have choices, that they have a voice that they're strong. That, to me, is wearing my empowerment. Equality in our relationships is wearing empowerment, knowing that we're not inferior to any of the people that we choose to have relationships with in our lives, whether it's a marriage, dating relationship, family relationships, that can be really hard. Sometimes it's hard to find our voice within our own family systems. Don't even get me started on generational trauma. That is going to be another episode. But it's important to have that strength in our relationships and know that we are equal and that we bring equal value to the table. So those are the things to me personally that define empowerment in my life. That's what it means to be empowered. And again, what does it mean to you to be an empowered woman? What does it mean to you to wear your empowerment, to embrace it every single day from the moment you wake up to the moment you lay down? What does your life from an empowered standpoint look like? Have you ever really thought about it? Has it been something that's crossed your mind? Ladies, let's embrace it. Let's embrace our empowerment individually and together. That is what's going to make us stronger together too, you know. As a community, understanding that we are empowered together, we're stronger together, is an amazing thing. So I encourage you, take a few moments today, tomorrow, whenever you have some quiet time, and really think about how you can embrace being an empowered woman. And if you feel like you already do, awesome. How can you do it better? If you feel like you're falling short, that's okay. We all fall short. What are some things you can do to improve? Let's embrace being strong, fierce, empowered women. Let's embrace it through the hard times because they exist. And through the amazing times because they exist too. Thank you so much for joining me today, ladies. Again, I appreciate you giving me some moments of your time. Please, if you haven't already, join the community at theunspokencycle.com. We are waiting for you there with open arms, with safety, with a private community where we can just be ourselves and get to know each other and grow our sisterhood. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening
1: to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at TheUnspokenCycle.com. Until next time, take care.